0: Hi everybody. Welcome back to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. I am your host, Grace Scotto, and I missed you all so incredibly much. I have had a little bit of burnout recently, if I'm being completely honest. I've just been lacking so much motivation. I things have just been super busy recently, therefore like when I have time off from, you know, school and sports, I've you know, practice every single day after school, games after school. Like I'm so busy even on the weekends. So like when I have that time off, I am typically in bed sleeping or on TikTok, which I hate, but I just been lacking so much motivation to just pick up and record. And I just feel like that whatever I'm going to put out there isn't going to be good enough. And so many different thoughts like that. I'm actually recording this from my bed right now i'm like holding the microphone in my hand in my bed um i typically record on my desk and i you know lay out all my materials and stuff but not today guys i am actually drinking warm lemon water right now and i have a candle going so all the vibes all the vibes Mm. warm lemon water is so good like you should definitely give it a try (laughs) anyways So, I don't know. I think I've just felt so, like, burnt out and unmotivated because of how busy I've just been. Like, I've been working my ass off and I just, you know, sometimes feel like what I'm putting in isn't, you know, it's not giving anything back to me and I'm not doing enough or the stuff I'm putting in isn't as good as I could, you know, be giving. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've been so hesitant to record another episode And I just think that's, like, such a true reality for high schoolers and teenagers and even as an adult. But, like, I just have, like, that lingering feeling that I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing, you know, a good enough job, which is not true because I'm, you know, succeeding and I'm so incredibly busy yet I'm still, like, managed to stay afloat. So, I don't know. That whole pressure and, like, overthinking aspect just can be so controlling. So as you can tell by the episode and the title of this episode, I am going to be talking about school and self-worth and like grades and stuff like that because that has been like a very vigilant thing in my life. I mean, it's been for the past like four, five years, but um, it's something that really needs to be talked about and... You know, you could be listening right now and have all A's or all F's. It literally does not matter. But school and self-worth ties into one another so incredibly much, and sometimes we don't even notice. So that's really something important to acknowledge because it is kind of an issue, especially if you're someone who overthinks and worries about, you know, different assignments and quizzes and stuff like me. But before we get into that, I actually have been so obsessed recently um, with this podcast. It's called The Sister Cult Podcast. No, it's not actually a cult. Like, don't freak out on me, but it's by Maya Benway and Balin Benway. They're two sisters, and it's just such a fun and entertaining podcast. I love it so much. Um, you should totally listen to it. But they do this thing. They do a crystal of the week, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to do that. But then I was like, well, you know, I don't want to, like, copy their idea. So then I decided... I should do a book of the week because I swear I'm always reading a new book every week and I'm just like always talking about my reading and stuff. I actually have a planned episode for this book soon, but stay tuned. Anyways, this book of the week, I am currently reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reed. It's so freaking good so far. I actually just finished the book, They Both Die at the End, and I was kind of nervous to read it just because I've seen so many things on TikTok where people were, like, kind of, like, shit-talking it, like, oh, you know, this is such, like, an overhyped book and stuff, but I really liked it, and I actually ended up lending it to one of my friends who isn't a reader but is kind of obsessed with it, which is super cool, but yeah, recently I'm reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It is basically about, like, this you know, extremely famous Hollywood actress who, you know, now is much older in her seven, 80s. And it flashes forward to this girl who's, like, kind of a reporter, works for this magazine, writes, you know, as a writer and things like that. And she's kind of, like, very, like, overlooked and, you know, not, not taken as seriously. And Evelyn Hugo, this famous celebrity, decides that she wants to have this girl who is quote-unquote a nobody to spill all of her secrets to that everybody is dying to know, and she wants this girl to write her biography about her to publish when she passes away. Anyways, it's so good. I'm hooked on it already, and the plot is so interesting, and I just I need to know all of the secrets. But yeah, that's my new read this week, and hopefully I have time to finish it. Um, like I said, things are literally crazy right now, but I'm still, I'm still going on the book grind. Um, so yeah. And I know I said I wasn't going to do a crystal of the week, but a crystal that I have just been, like, loving recently is agite. I don't know. It's just been, like, really helping me kind of, like, stay aligned with, like, my, you know, emotional, spirituality, like, kind of health and, like, well-being, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's just been, like, a really great stone recently, and she's so pretty. It's blue, blue agite. Um, and I've just been kind of loving her recently. I swear, like, every week is a new crystal, new book type of thing. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can update you guys on. But, like, not, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't really have anything except for school and softball practice is literally the only thing I've been doing, and I'm really tired. Oh, okay, one more thing. Something else that I've been, like, truly loving. I, if you guys have never had them, you should. You can, you know, buy them at the store. You can make them yourself. They're so freaking good. They're called Brookies. It's basically a brownie and a cookie combined. My mom has one. Like, she's making them in the oven right now. Oh, my God, they're so freaking good. You guys, Brookies are amazing. They are the best of both worlds. If you don't know, brownies are, like, one of my favorite things ever, I could eat them every single day and I'm just so excited. They also sell them at Trader Joe's like pre-made and they are so good. So the next time you go to Trader Joe's, get yourself a bricky because they are amazing and you will probably devour the whole thing in five minutes. (laughs) All righty. I think that's about everything. I'm trying to think, do I have anything else to share? No, honestly, life has been very like boring and hectic. So let's jump into the meat of things. The pork chop of the episode. <laughs> oh, that was really bad. And if I ever say that again, I give you permission to slap me like Will Smith did to Chris Rock. <laughs> that was really funny. Not going to lie. I thought it was staged. Anyways. All right. So struggling with schoolwork and grades, self-work and school like tie into each other so much, even if you don't realize that they do. So, for example... Since I got into middle school, so, like, middle school is when you start getting, like, getting graded on things and you start, like, getting a GPA and you start, you know, getting actual, like, number grades that, like, affect, you know, your courses and your classes and your GPA and whatever. So seventh grade is when I started getting, like, literal, like, number grades because, you know, in elementary school it was never that serious, obviously. So I you know, had such good grades throughout 7th, 8th, ninth, and now 10th grade, like, I still have really good grades, and I am, like, definitely from day one of seventh grade, I was such an overachiever, like, super overachieving, like, I, you know, have made the highest, like, academic merit, principals, honor roll, whatever thing, like, the highest one you can get every quarter for, like, since, like, seventh grade, I've gotten that and I was in National Junior Honor Society. It, like, picks back up when I'm a junior again. But, like, a lot of things. Like, I've had a lot of accomplishments in school. But although that's, like, such an amazing thing. And, like, yeah, having great, like, good grades is awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to say, like, you know, do terrible in school, blah, 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 to, like, improve your mental health. No. It has just come with a lot of baggage. For example, when I get a bad grade, I just see an uglier person in the mirror, I feel like crap. I kind of hate myself when I get a bad grade. Like, I look in the mirror, and I just kind of see a failure. I am so harsh on myself, and I pretty much bully myself to the point where I'm, like, extremely upset when I get a bad grade. And I know there are so many other people out there who do the same thing. I take it very seriously, which is, yeah, that's a good thing, but at the same time, it's like, it's not the end of the world, but it's, I take it very seriously and sometimes it, it, you know, it like drains me and it's really, really, really like so vigilant in my life. And I don't know, I guess I never really noticed how much of an impact it made on me until I started like really like dealing and educating myself on mental health. School is literally all I know. Like, I don't have a job, right? I'm not an adult. Like, I I don't get to travel, you know. School's my life. Like, I wake up every single day. I am required to go to school until I graduate. And, you know, I'll probably end up going to college or whatever. But, like, school's really all I know. So, like, for a while, like, I sometimes I'll get caught up in the headspace where it's, like, there's, school's, like, my only thing in life. Like, for the rest of my life, I will be in school and I have to get these good grades or else I'll fail, blah, blah, blah there's so much more to life. There's so much more out there that we just fail to recognize because school is all we know and it's like we're blinded by it almost. And like, I, you know, sometimes like this leads me to have like burnout or an existential crisis. And I'm just like, what's the point of doing this? Like, is there really a benefit for these good grades? Like, I, I feel like I'm getting nowhere. You know, I feel like I work so, so hard. I just feel like I get nowhere. And I, you know, I just feel like I'm kind of drowning for like the past, four years and I just feel like I'm getting absolutely nowhere with this what is the point am I going to even succeed at my dreams what are my dreams what do I want to be when I'm older like like I don't want to go to college and have to do all of this again like I, I don't know it's such like a blinding and scary feeling but each one of us has so much potential even if we don't see it but It's hard to kind of have that mindset. I know. I wish I could just sit here and be like, you know, like, school doesn't determine your self-worth, like, blah, blah, blah. But that would just make me such, like, a a hypocrite because, you know, when I get a bad grade, I just, like, crap on myself. Like, I'm so mean to myself. And it's funny because I've talked to my therapist about this. She's like, you know, like, if one of your friends got a bad grade or did bad on a test and they were beating themselves up about it, like, what would you say to them? You know, I would probably tell them, like, you know, this doesn't define you as a person. You know, it's just one test. Like, move on. It's okay. But when it happens to me, like, none of that applies to myself. And I, like, all of that goes out the window. And she said that, and I was like, yeah, you're totally right. Like, you are just so much more harsher on yourself. And it's not that I don't mean it when I say it to my friends. Like, I 100% do, but I don't know. It's just, like, different with myself. And I have so much more, like, higher standards, and I'm just meaner to myself. Hold on, guys. Got to have a sip of my lemon water. (laughs) That's so annoying. You guys are like, shut up. Anyways. So, yeah. Something that I was researching is, like, you can be so successful without good grades. I actually found out that Thomas Edison, one of the world's, like, most renowned inventors, had an awful work ethic and... At the time, he had like a really hard time with education and like didn't put the effort in. So that like goes to show that you know you can be, you like you can have a hard time throughout high school or middle school or whatever, but you can still be successful. There is so much more to life than grades in school. Like if even if you you've listened to your teachers, like I I'm sure you can recall like a time where your teachers like oh yeah like I hated this subject blah blah blah. Like there's so much more to life than grades. You just need to put that into perspective. I always joke around saying that I'm going to pull an Emma Chamberlain. If you don't know, Emma Chamberlain dropped out of high school, I think her junior sophomore year, and now she was just at the Oscars, the Met Gala, like she's famous, she's a millionaire, she has her own coffee company, like that just goes to show and she's another example that you can be so successful without the most perfect grades and the most like strict schoolwork ethic, I guess you can say. And also remember that one poor grade will not ruin your chance of graduating high school, attending, you know, an exceptional college, or landing a fantastic job. Um, I know, like, when I fail a test or I just do really crappy on an assignment, I'm automatically like, well, now I'm not going to get into college, or, well, like, great, here we go, like, now I'm not going to be able to travel to France because I'm going to have no money and no job and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you failed one quiz. That literally determines nothing. Now, if you're failing absolutely every single assignment and every, you know, every single test and quiz, that's kind of a different story. But I'm coming from a perspective of someone who is constantly working and getting pretty good grades. So the fact that I automatically say that to myself when one grade doesn't go as planned just really shows how harsh I am on myself and how that really, really negatively impacts my mindset. And, you know, it's okay to be, like, kind of strict with yourself and have high expectations and goals of yourself. I'm not saying you can't, but when it gets to the point where you're beating yourself up about something or you're just being so rude to yourself, then that's where, like, kind of crossed the line. And, you know, you know, a future college, when you apply to, they're not going to solely look at this one bad test grade. Like, they're not going to look at my math grade and you know, my one math test from unit two and be like, oh, you know, she didn't do too good on this quiz. She's done. You know, send her, you know, send her away. Like, no, like, obviously it sucks at the time. Nobody likes failing, but you're not gonna fail at life from one quiz or one test. You're simply not. In fact, you need that because that helps you learn. That helps you grow. And it kind of helps you, like, navigate your way through, oh, like, maybe I do like this subject and I I get good grades and I, you know, putting this pressure and working hard on myself feels good. Or maybe, oh no, like I'm working so hard and I, this class is just not, not it for me. And like that'll help you define who you are in the future. And as I said before, and I know I'm not going to just sit here and preach this, but I'm going to say it, your grades don't define you. And there's some times when I realize this, like there's some, don't get me wrong, there's times where I'm like, yeah, no, like A negative grade doesn't define me. Like, I'm so smart, blah, blah, blah. Like, happy positive affirmation hour. But then the next second, like, once I get the test handed back to me, I'm like, you suck. You're an idiot. You're a moron. Like, your family is going to frown upon you. And, you know, like, your friends are doing, taking much harder classes than you. Like, come on. Like, this is an easy class. You have an easy schedule this year. You should be getting all perfect 101s. But, like, no, that's not the truth. We all need struggles because this helps us learn and continue and grow. But, you know, it's just so easy for me to bully myself when I get a negative grade. And I'm sure it is for everyone else, too. And it's just such a really, like, hard thing to deal with. Especially when you've gotten good grades in the past because you just start to hold yourself to this really, really, really high standard. Which, yeah, that's great and you should be so proud of yourself, but... At the same time, like, one negative grade is not going to wreck you. And you can still be smart if you fail something. Like, keep that in mind. Like, there are so many more successful people out there who didn't put as much pressure on themselves in high school. So, with that being said, I genuinely don't have, like, advice to give you. Like, yeah, I do have some things that I'm going to tell you later on in this episode. But, like, I'm still trying to figure this out myself. Like, I still struggle with this. That is mainly why this episode is coming out so late is because this past week I had a struggle with two quizzes, um, tests, well, yeah, they were quizzes or whatever, two classes. Um, one class I do really good in, so, like, getting this grade sucked because I was like, wow, okay, great. The one thing I'm good at, I failed at, and the other one was a class that I've been struggling at because I hate math, <laughs> um, but, you know, getting those two in, like, the same time was like a punch to the gut, and I was just like, well forget it. You're an idiot. I can't, I can't do anything right. in that whole Monday and the, whole, you know, the start of this past week was just a nightmare for me. I felt terrible. I was extremely depressed. I literally went and do a depressive, sobbing, manic episode. I was so upset over two quizzes. Like that's insane. That's so ridiculous. But that just shows like the chokehold school has on some of us students. Like I feel like people overlook this so much. And, yeah, like, high school's fun. You know, you get to make new friends and there's pep rallies and blah, blah, blah. But, like, also it comes with a lot of pain and a lot of, you know, like, feelings of defeat. And that's just, I feel like it's so overlooked. So, I don't know if you can hear me just, like, sipping in the background, but you guys don't realize, like, talking so much, like, I just want to chug water, (laughs) but yeah, just, like, I'm still trying to figure this out myself, and I wish I could have it all figured out for you guys and tell you, you know, what exact steps to take in order to feel the best in school. I can't. I'm still learning myself, and I'm sure I have many more tears and many more triumphs to come. So, on my Instagram, at Chronicles of the Teenage Brain, I asked you guys some questions and comments, and I was asking you guys, like, what is your biggest stressor and fear regarding school or something along that lines? And I actually got so many freaking responses and I'm so excited to share them. Um, I love doing podcast episodes where you guys get to chime in and give your thoughts and they also help me, like, get ideas, too, on what to talk about. Also, too, like, if I ever do these little, like, comments or, you know, things from my listeners, keep in mind that everything stays anonymous. So if you're hesitant, I will not be bringing up names or anything. This is just for my eyes only. And yeah, and it might also help, you know, it like feels good to know that other people are struggling with this too. So one of the first things I got, somebody said was, a fear and stressor of theirs was losing myself and drowning in schoolwork. This is such a true thing and I 100% agree like sometimes when I'm just going 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 like the past couple of weeks I tend to forget like what like I forget I lose sight of what my goals are and like I also forget the progress I've made too you know I only see the mistakes I make and the failures that I go through even if they're like minuscule. like also I feel like when you're just going, 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 and you're just doing so much work and school and, you know, sports or whatever, you only, like, you start to only see the mistakes you're making versus the successes. Like, I can tell you in the past two weeks, I have had some pretty good triumphs. I have done some pretty cool things, but yet I forget about all of that, and that doesn't matter anymore once a bad grade comes or once, you know, I fail at something or, you know, I miss the ball when I'm batting. Like, it all just goes out the window. And I feel like that's how you drown and, like, lose yourself in schoolwork. You lose sight of yourself and what you've worked for and how you've persevered. Way more bigger things than school. Let me tell you guys, if you are not in a good mental spot, your mental health and your physical health is way more important than school. Just saying. And if your teachers forget that, well, that's on them. That's not on you. If you are mentally or physically, like, you're ill or you're just not in the right spot, Take care of yourself first. Put yourself first. I'm telling you right now, one Spanish assignment or one AP World assignment will not matter in the long run. And yeah, I lose sight of that all the time. I have been sick as a dog before with like a million degree fever, yet here I am still staying up till 11 p.m. at night doing my work when I really should be sleeping and getting rest. So don't lose sight of yourself and how you're feeling Mentally, physically, and emotionally, and don't overwork yourself, especially when you're not in the right spot to be doing so, anyways. You know, like if you're mentally struggling, don't put all this pressure on yourself to get everything done, because that's so unrealistic and you need to take care of yourself. Someone else said, doing things just to do them and not actually learning anything from it. This is also such another common thing that I feel like happened so much in school. 90% of the time of the time, even, like, I feel like I'm just doing these assignments to get them done, submitted, and graded, versus, oh, did I learn anything from them? Like, no. I literally am absorbing no knowledge. I am just hitting submit and getting it out of my life, when really that's going to, like, come up and catch me and bite me in the ass, because, like, when Regents come and tests come, oh, I just punched my microphone with my finger. (laughs) Like, when Regents come and tests come, I'm Not gonna know anything because I'm just doing these assignments to get them done, and it's really hard sometimes to get engaged with school and like the curriculum. I can never say that the curriculum, there we go. Because I don't know, some of it's like boring, like, yeah, no, I'm not grasping anything when I'm reading Macbeth, like Shakespeare, like, no, but it's so easy just to do things and not actually grasp anything. So that's why I think, like, if you find a subject that you really like in school. Hold on to that and really work with that because that can help you stay grounded in other subjects too. Someone else said, another stressor and fear I have is my struggles and busy schedules with sports and just overall the workload I get on the daily basis, which is totally so realistic to what I'm going through right now too. I have like two-hour practice every single day after school. And then on the days where I don't have practice, I am playing a game, whether it's away or at home. We actually have our first game tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Sunday night, by the way. But um, yeah, no, I, it's such a hard thing to balance. And I think that if, like, you know, obviously, like, do sports, get out there and, like, go for it. Like, don't hold back. Have fun. Because those are some of the best memories you might get throughout high school. But Also, at the same time, if you know that you're just not at the right space or right, like, headspace to juggle all of this stuff at once, then don't do the sport. Remember that, you know, school does come before extracurricular activities, but if you're not at the right headspace for some of these things, it's okay to drop certain sports or, you know, clubs, whatever. Like, that's totally okay, and I know, like... If you really love it and it's helping you stay focused and grounded with school, that is awesome and keep going with it. But if it's just making you more stressed, kind of reflect and think like, do am I really enjoying this? this is this really helping me? Somebody else said burning out. Yes. Yeah, so this is pretty much what I was talking about before and what I've gone through this week. I've been so busy. I have dealt with a lot of depression related things, a lot of pain this past week you know, all mental, obviously. And I've just been really hard on myself recently. And this just kind of led me to crash and burn. Like, I just kind of, my brain was just like, I'm so over this. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. And I just completely, like, burnt out. And that's why, like, any free, you know, any time that I have free, I am typically in bed sleeping. Like, I have no more motivation to do things that make me happy. My mom and I went crystal shopping last weekend, and I was just feeling so depressed that, like, things that typically make me happy weren't. I was getting, actually, like, frustrated and annoyed. Like, here's an example. We went to a coffee shop, and this, the barista, who was, like, this kind of weird elderly guy, I don't know, it was kind of, it was kind of odd, um, he put way too much ice in my coffee to the point where it was overflowing, and I couldn't even put a lid on my cup. And for some reason, like, I should have just, like, dumped the ice out and, like, whatever, move on. Like, that's not a big deal. It just made me so mad. I, like, stormed out. (laughs) Like, my mom and I walked out and I was just so pissed the entire car ride home. And I couldn't even really enjoy my day. And I feel like that's just a result of my burnout. Like, everything just was so, like, excruciating to go through. Even things that I love to do, like crystal shopping and, I feel like that was just such a direct result of my busy schedule and just me moving forward. And also, too, this, like, makes me feel like when I have time off, I feel like I need to keep moving and keep going. Like, sometimes I feel like I don't know how to relax anymore and I don't know how to chill anymore. Like, I've just kind of lost sight on how to do all of that. Someone else said, feeling like I'm not fitting in, social anxiety taking a toll on me, and having to deal with public presentations. I totally understand that. Um, this past couple months, actually, in Spanish, we had to do a speech in Spanish about the environment in front of the whole class. Like, we had to stand up there and talk in front of the whole class, but the worst part of it all was it was all based on memorization. So, you didn't have any notes or anything. Keep in mind, now, this is in Spanish, so different language. And I had to present mine the day after my cat passed away. And me being, like, such a, like, hardworking student, I really was not in the right headspace to do that whatsoever. My speech didn't really go as well. You know, I passed and my grade was pretty good, but I wished it could have been better. And because I was, like, such, like, I'm such, like, a must-do, must-go, like, come on, you can do better student, I really should have, like, stayed home that day, first of all, like, I should have stayed home, although my brain was, like, I had to keep moving. I don't know. It was such a complicated time. I also should have probably talked to my Spanish teacher, probably should have been, like, hey, like, you know, I'm recently just dealing with a death in my family, and I'm grieving so hard right now, (laughs) like... Can I move my presentation to the next day or a Wednesday? But I didn't because I didn't want to let my teachers down and my peers down. And I didn't want to look like a crappy student. Although I was dealing with some something that, like, no one is ever prepared to deal with, which is grief. That's, like, one of the most painful emotions someone can go through. Yeah, I kept pushing myself because I didn't want to, disple- like, you know, upset my teachers or, you know, affect my grades or whatever. And that just, like, shows, like, how controlling school is within my life. And it's so easy for me to feel anxious, like, standing up in front of classes and talking and stuff. I think that the more you practice, the more better it gets. And I know all the teachers say that and I know how annoying it is, but I I really think that's true. And feeling like you're not fitting in is such, like, a a typical feeling for a teenager. So you're not alone. But also think of it like, too, once you're out of high school, you're going to be free to meet so many more people. I feel like everyone in high school is super basic. I feel like everyone in high school decides to take the basic route, like dress basic, act basic, you know, do typical things because a lot of people are afraid of not fitting in. But my biggest advice to you is be yourself. So, for me, like, something for me is I like to dress kind of snazzy. Like, I like to dress out of the ordinary. Obviously, sometimes I dress basic. I know I've talked about this before, but, like, even implementing little things into my personality, I like to read in my study halls. I was so nervous to do that at first because I was like, oh, my God, no teenager reads in study hall. They just go on TikTok. But, like, doing little things and acting certain ways that are kind of, quote, unquote, out of the ordinary can help you attract friends who are really like you. I think that if you just put on a mask and you act like everyone else, you're going to end up being sucked into a friend group who you don't feel comfortable around or have different morals and values in you, which was, like, something that happened to me so much in middle school. Obviously, it's middle school and it's kind of different, but I just feel... And I'm back. Okay, my mom... <laughs> my mom interrupted and called me because she was like, the Grammys are on! The Grammys are on! But I need to get this episode done because I'm not going to have time this week to do it because I have like three games and all these practices. Anyways, you guys, I'm sticking it out for you to talk about school and anxiety in a missing Billie Eilish. No, I'm just kidding you guys. It's okay. I actually love recording. It feels like I'm talking and like venting to my own little therapist. Like you guys are my little therapist and I feel like, like I'm, Okay, so many people have told me that, like, I'm therapist to them, and people are like, oh, my gosh, Grace, like, you could literally be a therapist, and I think that's so cute. Moving on. Someone also said, homework, missing assignments, lack of motivation. These are all things that I stress and fear within school. That is another really good thing. I feel like it's so hard to keep up sometimes with school, and, you know, I feel like if you need to and you need to ask for an extension, on certain things, like, you should totally do that. Like, don't put all of this pressure on yourself. And with motivation... Oh, excuse me. (laughs) I think, like, it's super important to keep track of things that make you happy and are, like, unrelated to school and sports. Unless sports is, like, your number one, like, therapeutic thing. But, like, for me, like, something that keeps me happy is reading. I like to shop. Like, I like to do all these different things. So... You know, that kind of helps me stay motivated on track. You just kind of need to take it all with a grain of salt and have balance. Balance is such an important thing to have, especially as a young student trying to navigate their way through school. Someone else said, test-taking anxiety. This is something that I have. I typically get most questions wrong on a quiz or test because I second-guessed myself out of something I overthought or I was just so anxious and nervous. I was actually meeting with one of my teachers to do, my math teacher to do quiz corrections because I stuck at math. And he was telling me, like, I noticed that you, like, you do pretty good in class, but then, like, when you take the test, you're, like, very nervous and anxious. And that's so true. And I just, like, the word test and, and, like, quiz is super scary for a lot of people. Like, it just, like, sounds very, you know, it sounds big in a way. Like, it's going to take a toll on your grades and your worth and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, you want to do good for your parents and you want to do good for your GPA and they weigh a lot on your grades and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like it's so easy to have anxiety around tests. I'm sure everyone at least once in their life has gotten nervous for taking a test or whatever. And just know that that's okay. But at the same time, like implementing little things like taking deep breaths, you know, like relaxing, taking your time, don't rush on a test, like, that is super helpful for me, at least, and also, like, little affirmations and just kind of little constant reminders that grades don't define me, and this test does not define my worth as a person. I really like this next one. Somebody said, school is all I'm good at, so if I fail, what else do I have? And this is, I just love this so much. This is connecting back to, like, when I was saying, like, school is really all we know, and, like, is really the only thing that we can kind of achieve at right now besides, you know, sports and other hobbies. But, you know, none of us really have, like, a big job or, you know, I mean, like, none of us have a family or anything. to Like, kids of your own or anything. I hope you don't. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody, we're not off on our own yet and we're still, like, in this system and we still have to follow rules and blah, blah, blah. So, like, if you're good at school and you fail, life just seems so, and, like, in the moment, Things just seem so worthless and empty. Like, I just ruined the only thing I'm good at, so now I have nothing. What is the point? And it's really all we know so far. And I wish I could give the most groundbreaking, best advice ever right now, but I can't because I relate to this so much still. But as kind of like a food for thought, just kind of realize and put it into, like, retrospect that there's so much more out there. There's so much more to see. There's so much more different skills that you're going to pick up, different things you're going to, you know, learn and stuff that you can become good at. So as all, you know, although it seems like schools are only thing in life right now, I promise there's going to be a lot more out there that we'll succeed at and, you know, we'll forget about these certain tests and stuff because, you know, like my mom always says to me when I'm upset, like in 80 years, is this going to matter? Like in 70 years when you're like a grandma, will this matter at all? No, like, when I'm lying on my deathbed, the last thing I'm going to be thinking about is this geometry test. So, like, try and keep an open mind, but at the same time, it's okay to have these feelings. I also feel like these worries and stuff are going to make the moments in our future seem so much brighter and better. Like, I feel like these struggle, like, when I'm in school and I'm struggling, sometimes I think about how, like, when I'm in France one day, I'm just going to feel so much more complete knowing that I was able to survive all of my worries and fears. Someone said, feeling like I have to keep up with past grades, I did good on. So basically competing with yourself. I think one of the biggest things that our school systems need to fix is the whole competition aspect. Even with sports are so competitive. It's like, this isn't the Olympics, people. But like, not only competing with classmates, but also competing with yourself. I know I've done this before. I have gotten, you know, a 100 on a test. I'm like, well, now I'm going to have to get 100 again because it's the same subject, you know, but then I don't. And I'm like, well, what did I do wrong this time? I guess I'm just slowly becoming a terrible student, which isn't true because we all, you know, fluctuate. You know, I'm, you know, one day I'm going through something different than the other and that's totally okay. But I just think that school systems really need to work on taking all of the competition out of it. I know competition can be good sometimes. It can help motivate students and whoever. But at the same time, it can be really, really negative on someone's mental health. And for that, I say just kind of try your hardest to focus on the present now. Also, like, focus on yourself. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what your friend got on the test. And like, 30 years, you're going to forget what they got. You're probably going to forget what you got, too. So with that, I just try and focus on yourself and kind of be present. Someone else said, learning the material. This is so true and, like, I don't, like, it, like, all of this is so true and real and I'm so happy that you guys participated and if you did, thank you so much. But learning the material, yes, sometimes the things you learn in school are, like, really hard and, like, really confusing. And just know that, like, if someone you know is understanding it easier than you are, like, don't automatically assume it's because you're dumb. You're not. And this connects with the next thing. Someone said looking dumb in front of teachers and friends. And this, I feel like this connects to learning the material because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your teachers think or what your friends think of you academically. Like, yeah, you want everyone to think good about you, but in reality, that's not going to happen. You have to accept the fact that not everyone is going to think highly of you and not everyone's going to like you, and that's okay. But don't let it impact your mental health. Don't let it... Don't, like bully yourself to the point where you know you're like oh my friends are doing so much better than me blah 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 like I am such a creature of habit and I do that so much and I you know was talking to my dad about this once and he was like who cares what your friends got and he was like if they are a true friend and if they are loyal and a good friend in general they are not going to look at you solely upon your grades and what you got on one test. You know what I mean? There are so many more important things about you than your schoolwork and your grades. For example, your morals and how you treat others is way more important than a grade you got on a test. And also, too, if you're struggling learning the material, I know this is scary and I know this sucks, but ask for help if you need it. Stay after, you know, get tutoring, whatever. You are not less of a person if you need extra help. Someone said, failing in general. Yeah, failure is so scary. And I know how scary that can be. But failure is really needed. Like, we need failure. And although it's a hard pill to swallow, you need failure. And think of it this way, too. Like, yeah, it sucks to fail. But when you succeed, it feels 20 times better. So everyone's failed at least at one point in their life. Even if, you know, this person in your class seems like the smartest human ever and, you you know, they've never failed a test and they've never had a bad game in a sports or whatever. Like, yes, they have. We are all human. We all make mistakes and it's okay. And you can't just assume things about yourself or others too. This one is probably my number one struggle. And it's, someone said, letting down myself and my parents. I have talked to my parents countless times and I know that like, yeah, they care about my grades and stuff, but they would never, ever, ever look at me differently whether I got an F or an A. You know what I mean? They're not going to see a different daughter if I failed or if I passed. I'm still like the same grace. Like everyone makes mistakes. Everyone struggles. And that's normal. I think the main thing that your parents want to see is, like, how you persevere and how you just continue to grow. That's all they're here to see, and that's all, you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, I, it's so easy for myself to get in my own head, and I, like, will take a test, and sometimes I won't even care what I think, and I'll just be like, oh my gosh, like, like, my parents are so used to me getting good grades, like, now what, like, they're going to think I'm so stupid, and that's so not true at all. It's really not. And like, hey, grace in the future, if you are having that thought, come back to this episode, please. Like, it does not, like, no one's judging you. Your parents are not gonna think less of you at all. They're gonna try and help you. And they just want the best for you. At the end of the day, that's all they want is just the best for you. Letting down yourself in general, although that, you know, isn't good and you shouldn't bully yourself, think of it on more of a positive side it might be able to, like, motivate you better to work harder or strive in the future or, you know, like, might help you find what you're good at and, you know, passions and hobbies that you like and things that you don't. So although that's not the best advice, that's really what I can give now. You just really have to find something that motivates you and not what others think of you or negative thoughts coming from yourself. And this can help failure seem not as harsh as you're making it out to be. And failure is needed. Something else that is super, super important is celebrate little and big successes. Even if it's like, you know, a little grade on a good assignment or, you know, you make a good play in your sport, whatever it may be, or, you know, you get, you make the honor roll, whatever, little or big, celebrate it because it's going to help you stay motivated. It's going to, help you continue to just work hard throughout your years. Don't overlook little things and be like, oh yeah, this is not big of a deal. I remember one day I was really beating myself up about everything. And I sat down in one of my classes and I was like, I looked at one of my friends and I was like, tell me one thing that I've succeeded at. Cause I was like, I've done nothing good. And they literally like wanted to slap me in the face. They were like, Grace, you have, first of all, you have a whole ass podcast that's extremely successful you get great grades, like, you know what I mean, like, blah, 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 you're, you're a mental health advocate, blah, 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 like, and that's just so important to just celebrate your successes, even if someone else needs to tell you it, but, you know, obviously it's better if it comes from within, but just, you know, kind of, like, at the end of the day, maybe lay in bed or whatever, and, like, give yourself a pat on the back, sometimes I do that, and, like, I take a deep breath, and I'm like, oh, like, you made it today, like, that's awesome, and just little things like that can really help you keep going. Change the channel in your brain by changing your activity. So what I mean by this is like exercise, engage in conversations on a completely different subject or work on a project that distracts you. Doing something different will put an end to the constant, you know, nagging of negative thoughts and also create realistic goals and try and work on not overthinking as much. So make sure you're still doing things for you and doing things that make you happy and they don't have to relate to school at all. They don't. You know, make sure that you have hobbies and stuff because that is one of the best ways to distract yourself from stressors in your life or fears in your life. And also to, if you're struggling a lot with this, maybe talk to your parents or a teacher about this and get some input from them. I was like really upset about one of my quiz grades and my math teacher like came up to me and he was like, I can really see all of the work you're putting into my class. And he was just like, just know that like I your hard work is not going unnoticed and you should be extremely proud of yourself and like he was like I have full faith on you like full faith in you for when the end of the year exam comes on comes in like comes into play like whatever he's like I have full faith that you'll pass and like even little things like that just make you feel so incredible and that's just kind of how I want to wrap up this podcast episode And just know that struggling with school and getting bad grades is totally normal. You are not the only one getting a bad grade. And don't beat yourself up over it. Also, if you are a friend and you know one of your friends is struggling with grades or whatever, and you or like, you know, they're not too happy with the grade they got on something. Please don't brag about what grade you got. Please don't. Also sit there and be like, oh, like, I got a 90. That's the worst grade I've ever gotten. When you know someone near you, you know, may have gotten a little lower on something, just kind of be aware of your surroundings and stuff because those little comments can be really, really unmotivating and can really nag at someone. I know I've been around someone who's done that before, and it's really annoying and really frustrating. So, one, you know, be respectful to others and be a good friend to other people. Remember that failure is okay. Struggling and being unmotivated is is all part of the process. It only helps you get back on track. And before I end this episode, I just want to say a number on a piece of paper does not define you or me. Thank you all so much for listening and thank you all for giving me your thoughts and giving me some things to input in this episode. If you participated on my story, Thank you so much and I really appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram at Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. I would love for you guys to tune into episodes and give me some input. And overall, thank you for being so flexible with me. And thank you for being patient with me as, you know, I've struggled with burnout and like being unmotivated recently. But it's all part of the process and it's human. Thank you all so much for listening. See you soon. See you soon. I don't even see you guys. Talk soon. There we go. (laughs) Bye, everybody.